good morning, good afternoon, and good evening around the world. My name is Alexander. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ivy Exec Insights, a weekly podcast brought to you by Ivy Exec, an elite network of global thought leaders. You can visit us at ivyexec.com for more content and follow us on your favorite podcast platform as well. For today's episode, we have how to fast track your promotion with our special guest, Kate Walker, Senior Professional in Human Resources. Kate Walker is a human resources expert and renowned thought leader about leadership, business results, team dynamics, and mindset. She consults and coaches the C-suite leadership teams, people managers, and diverse groups at notable global companies such as WMA, JWT, TBWA, Kyade, Publicis, USDA, Nintendo, and more. In this session, we will cover uh, how to identify the fastest way to accelerate your impact, action, and results toward promotion and career pursuits, how to get information about how promotions are selected, and leverage greater awareness and achievement toward your desired path, as well as how to 10 times your visibility and capability toward reaching your goals. Enjoy the show. Okay, thank you, everybody. So great to be here. As Alexander mentioned, I'm in California, so I'll say good morning, but I know many of you are on East Coast and across the globe, so good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening to all of you. So as Alexander mentioned, I'm Kate Walker. And I'm here to share how to fast track your promotion. And it actually dawned on me as I was putting together this this presentation, you know, a lot of my presentation also has to do with how to fast track asking for a raise. So I'm going to give you insider information that has to do with, with promotion, but also getting a compensation increase could probably tie in a little bit. I want to help you understand how to identify the fastest way to accelerate your impact action and results toward promotion and your career pursuits. I want to share with you today how to get information about how promotions are selected. I want you to leverage greater awareness and achievement toward your desired path. And really at the end of the day, I'm going to help share how to 10X your visibility and capability toward reaching your goals by way of a promotion. And today I want to show you the roadmap. In fact, when I was reviewing this statement here, I'll show you the roadmap. It's really, I'm going to show you the answers to the test. I'm really showing you how how to get this done as an insider. And and with that said, let me share my background. So I am a two-decade senior professional in human resources, working for global iconic companies, as Alexander mentioned earlier. I'm an HR and leadership expert. I'm a certified senior professional in human resources. Today, I work as an HR consultant and executive coach. I also do some speaking. Um, Hi, everybody. Speaking to you and an author. So by way of all of this experience and by way of working at all these different companies, I have collected so much information about how things work. I've seen behind the curtain. I've been in the corner offices. I've been in the conference rooms. I've seen how the machine works as far as promotions go. And granted, every company is different. I'll talk about that in the presentation, but I really want to share a collection of what I learned, which I think can really empower you on your journey today. So I'm really coming to you as an insider and sharing information that, frankly, I don't see anybody else sharing. So I'm happy to bring this to you today. 
But first, I want to share an early career embarrassing story uh, in my probably mid-20s. So I was working down in Los Angeles at a talent agency. I was working for um, a, a music agent who was representing a completely iconic global music superstar. And that was a lot of fun for a couple of years, but I was living in LA and I didn't really see a, a career for myself in LA in the music industry. I couldn't quite see the path. So I decided that I wanted to move to the Bay Area, which is where I live now. So I began looking at different job search sites and so forth, trying to look for um, a job where I could transfer and move to a new city. And I got a job interview. I'm just going to say the name of the company. This is many, many years later, but I got a, I got an interview at the San Francisco Symphony. So I was extremely thrilled because I thought, wow, how great would it be to stay in the music industry, but move to a new city and work for this phenomenal company? So I got this interview. I think back in that time, it was I was interviewing probably for a coordinator level job. I was still early career. So Kate went to the job interview. And granted, I'd actually you know, taken a plane from LA to the Bay Area. Then I think I'd taken public transportation to job interview site. It was raining that day. It was a little bit of a challenging time to get to the interview, but I was so thrilled to go into the interview and really share all of my great qualifications and background where I thought I could be a great match for this job, which I did. I shared my background. The interviewer asked me many questions. And then I started to shift my... Um, shift my questions. And I started to ask about um, career advancement in that company. And I started to talk about it a lot. I was asking, how does career advancement work here? Um, what is the next job up from this job that I'm interviewing for? What's the next What's the next level? Can you tell me what that level is? How would I get a job like that? I started asking, and I have, if you look down at the coffee cup on my side here, context. I was completely out of context. I was interviewing, and, and trust me, I didn't make this revelation, this realization until many years later when I got into human resources and started thinking back to this interview saying, no wonder I didn't get this job. I was interviewing for one job, but I was asking for another job. So I can only imagine that the interviewer thought, you know, why would I hire her for this coordinator job when she kind of seems like she doesn't want this job. She wants a different job. Her eyes are elsewhere. So that was... A, a difficult lesson learned because I, I really was quite interested in that job. But um, again, context, I, I was completely out of context in that conversation. So that said, you know, um, I think it is important to have conversations about career advancement, but in the right context. I'm going to share today how to get into the right context to have those conversations about promotion and about career advancement. So I learned the hard way. I didn't get that job, but it was a it was a good lesson learned in my early career. The, the other thing I want to get right to straight away is I want to I want to do some myth busting. I've seen in movies, I've seen on TV shows, I've read in books, I've read articles, I you know, everywhere you look it's like, okay, if you want a promotion, here's what you do. You march into your boss's office. You sit down. You describe all of the accomplishments that you've done in this job and you d demand a promotion, you demand a raise. You know, go and go and sell it. That is not what I recommend, and it's fascinating. I was reading a book over over the holidays by uh, Mika Brzezinski, who is a U.S.-based TV, um, I guess, TV newswoman, and she writes this book about how 
she struggled in the news industry really advocating for what she wanted. And one thing she wanted was, was sort of equal pay or, or higher pay. And she tells a lot of stories about how she did this exact thing, marching into the boss's office, sitting down, you know, pounding her fist on the desk, you know, demanding a, a raise, demanding to, to be elevated. And as I was reading the book, I thought that's just not, even for someone as uh, famous as her, I really, I really didn't think that was the right way to do it. So I'm, I'm here to um, bust that myth. That's, that's not what you do. And I'm here to share what you should do instead, what will be much more effective. The first bit of information I have for you is you need information. And just as this presenter on the screen has a lot of different post-its there and a lot of different quadrants there, promotions are quite complex often. Not, not always. Sometimes they're smooth and easy and it's like, oh, I just got promoted. That's great. But, uh, but more often, especially as a company gets bigger and bigger, promotions become a little more complex. So I want to show you behind the scenes so that you have the information you need to go and um, investigate. So I'm going to share more. By the way, I wanted to mention I appreciate you taking notes, that's amazing. At the end of this presentation, I do wanna share um, a freebie resource that I put together for you that will really capture everything I'm sharing here today. So when you get the freebie, you'll have all my different questions and prompts. You can print that out or just open up the PDF and that will help guide you to what I'm about to share today. So take notes, but also know I'm going to support you at the end by way of a, uh, a little workbook for you. Okay, so the theme, today's theme is get curious. And this is a very important slide because it has a lot of key, um, key things I want you to, and again, I've got the freebie at the end, but a lot of key things I want you to listen closely to about how promotions work. So number one is every company is different. Every company has a different system. You've got companies with 10 people or 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people. Every company is different. Every company will have a different system as far as how promotions and even salary increases work. So your job is to go and find out how does a system work. You can ask about how the system works from your boss. You can have a conversation to say, hey, how do, how do promotions work at this company? Is there um, a cadence to it? Is there a system to it? Or you can go to someone on the human resources team and ask, you know, hey, how do, how do promotions work? or, or uh, do they happen two times a year? Is it ad hoc? You know, how did, you need to find out how this works because you can't go marching into someone's office to demand a promotion if you just don't know how it works. So you've got to do a little bit of investigative reporting and find out how the system works where you work. And similar to that is the promotion process. Every company, especially as companies get bigger and get a little more, get their systems in place, they will have a promotion process. Some companies promote one time a year. Like I've worked at a company that promoted one time a year and they weren't joking. It's like, nope, one time a year. If you miss it, you have to wait a whole year. Some companies promote two times a year. Some companies promote when they think someone deserves it. Every company has a different process. So what I'm asking you is to, again, get curious and go find out how the promotion process works. There, again, there's a system and you need to find out what the system is. Um, another thing I wanted to, to share with you is there are a couple different kinds of promotions. So um, the first one I'm going to talk about, third bullet point down, is performance promotions. So these are the type of promotions where you've done a great job, you're being recognized for it, they're moving you into, into a new job. 
So there are performance promotions where you're really moving up the ladder by way of, of recognition. The other way promotions can happen, and I think this is actually a, a you know a smart way to approach it, but there will often be open jobs at your company. So if you look on the company job board or, or if they have that, you can look for other open jobs in the company that you could apply for. That's typically how it might work. You apply for that job, you interview, you might get the job. Promotions happen quite a lot that way where there's an open job and you apply for it, not just a little bit of a gimme with a performance promotion. So certainly if you are interested in, in promotion, you might need to go look around the company look for other open jobs and get your promotion that way. So just wanted to call that out. The other important thing to know, and this isn't really talked about very often, but fourth bullet point is role availability. For example, if I'm a manager and I really want to be promoted to a senior manager, I really want to take that next step up. There could be a chance that a senior manager role just isn't available with the company. They just, they don't want a senior manager, they don't need a senior manager, they don't want to pay for a senior manager. So that's another important thing to learn as you go out and investigate is what is the availability of the roles. So perhaps you're a manager and it appears to be that the next level up in your company is a director. Well, there's going there might be a pretty big gap between what you're doing and what a director is doing. So I just want to call that out that sometimes you, you don't get promoted in a company because the role isn't available. And I've seen this happen um, as an HR professional who works you know, with managers who are promoting and all of that. There are some people that are doing a phenomenal job as the manager. And it makes sense that their next step up would be a senior manager. But the company says, we just don't wanna create that role. Just, we don't need it. We don't wanna pay for it. So that can be a little bit um, difficult when you wanna get promoted, but the company won't create that role for you. The role doesn't exist. I want to mention here on bullet point number five is absolutely as you're ambitious and you want to grow, you want to develop, also investigate about the company's learning and development programs. You want to show the company that you're curious, you're interested, you want to learn, you want to grow, you want to develop. And especially as you're going higher in the company, this is a great place in different learning and development programs to get experience, especially manager training, new manager training, manager skills, um, strategic planning skills. So be sure as you're thinking about your career advancement to try to get into different learning and development programs in your company. Certainly, if your company doesn't offer it, go out. Um, I was just actually Googling something last night looking for a training program for someone that I work with. And I found a training program, I think for $299. So there are a lot of very accessible training programs out there. If your company doesn't offer it, figure out where you need to advance your skills and go out and, and go, um, to go take those programs on your own. A another important thing I wanna bring your attention to is awareness. And oftentimes there can be a sense of entitlement in, in that people have entitlement. Like, look, I've been here, I've been here five years, I've been paying my dues, I've been working very hard, I've made all these contributions, you know. I deserve a promotion. Give me that promotion. Well, potentially, you do have to keep in mind, you know, how do you help them? How do you help this company? Again, unless you own the company, you know, you are working for a company, you're working for an employer. So just make sure that you um, have awareness to, you know, am I, am I um, acting a little bit entitled right here or am I really 
operating from a place of me helping them. I'm I'm providing a service. I'm doing a great job. So just make sure you're having awareness of, am I, am I having a sense of entitlement right now or no? Am I having a sense of service in what I'm doing for the company? And again, you know, be a detective. Again, all of the information I have here is you getting curious to go find out how the systems work, how the processes work, if these roles are even available, if they're available in your current reporting structure, if you have to go to another team to potentially get a promotion. So there are a lot of moving parts and pieces. So be a detective and go find out how the system works. So again, in my get curious theme, there's something I want to talk about, and it's something very important that you might not think is important, but you know, I'm a little bit of a Pied Piper when it comes to job descriptions. Job descriptions are crucial for for you, for, for your boss, for your team, for your development. So I would encourage you, if you, and, and I maybe share in the chat, Alexander will be keeping his eye on the chat, how many of you have a job description where you could go and, you know, go on your computer and like pull it up? It's like, ding, here's my, here it is. This is the job I do today. I bet not many of you. So share with Alexander, do you have a job description? Probably nine out of 10 people don't have one. And I think that that's, that's um, unfortunate because a job description is the document that really outlines your job duties, what you're supposed to be doing, what you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to be delivering for the company. It's a very important document. The other thing that job descriptions inform should be your compensation. I'm going to look at your job description to see what kind of duties you deliver. Are you... Um, strategic planning or are you coordinating? Are you directing? I need to find out what you're doing and then I know what level you are and then I know how to pay you. So a job description is very important for you to help articulate what you're doing and how you're delivering and how you're paid. And the other thing I would mention is make sure you're delivering everything in your job description. And then if you're, so suppose you're a manager, you want to be a senior manager go get that job description, go get the senior manager job description and look to see what the gap might be. It's like, okay, I'm a manager. What skills are on the senior manager job? And what do I need to do to bridge that gap to become qualified to be a senior manager? So job descriptions are critical. And if you don't have one, I'd encourage you to maybe talk to your boss or talk to a human resources person to say, hey, I don't think I have a current job description. I'd like to get it together just so I make sure I'm delivering. Um, delivering the job and delivering it well. So that's something I want to I, I want to advise you to go out and and do and look for. Second thing I want you to get curious about is performance feedback and perceptions. And as I'd mentioned a little bit earlier, I did a presentation for IB Exec called "The Number One Fix to Transform Your Career," where I talk all about this in detail. I share a lot of really really good information that would be valuable for you. If you haven't checked out that webinar, I'd say go, go check it out. But this is, you know, when it comes to promotions, I need to be very, very honest with you, very, very transparent with you. Your performance is talked about, and I'm going to share in an upcoming slide, but your performance is talked about by your manager. Your performance is talked about with your manager and your manager's boss. Your performance might be talked about by colleagues. People are talking about you and how you deliver the job. Like, get real about it. It's it's not a joke. Like, if, if you think your performance is kind of under the radar and and it's not really you know being talked about, you're completely wrong. And I'll share more in a minute. But your your performance is very important, and it's very important you know how your manager is rating your performance and what the perceptions are about you. So this is not a joke. This is real, especially when it comes to promotion. They want to make sure that you've got the right skill set, you've got the right perception, 
so that you are a good call, a, a good candidate for a promotion. The next thing I want to mention too, um, again, get curious theme, visibility, hunger, and your brand. So first of all, visibility, I actually have something very specific on, on this word, but I worked at a company where when we were discussing promotions and who's promotion eligible, who are the good candidates, something that was very important to this company was an individual's visibility. Meaning, you know, if we're in a room talking about promotions and who's eligible, and I'm gonna talk about um, Susan on my team and the other people in the room are like, well, who's, who's Susan? Like, what, what does she do again? Where, where does she work or what does she work on? Or I don't really know of Susan. Um, that is a little bit of a potential problem. So what I would, what I want to bring to your attention is sometimes visibility is important. So here's some ways to become vis visible. Visible might mean you're in a meeting and you're going to raise your hand and share a point of view. Visible means that there's a, a, a project at the office and they're looking for volunteers or, or um, specialized people to come in and, and be a team member on the project. And you volunteer and you raising your hand to say, I'd like to be on that. I'd like to be considered for that project. Visibility might mean many companies have groups like employee resource groups or other different ad hoc groups at, at the company where people come together and talk about different topics. Going into that type of group and raising your hand for a leadership type of role where you can really flex your skills and learn different skills and be seen and be visible. So again, this company I work for, they're like, I, I, wanna, I wanna know who this person is. I want, I want them to be visible. Do they have a chance to stand up at the all company meeting and present something? So if you are looking for a promotion, I would definitely encourage you to think about your visibility at the company, your visibility on your team, your visibility on a, on a different team, as far as, again, contributing as a, a project member, your visibility in a group at the company, your visibility on you know, the volunteer um, party planning committee, any different way where you can be visible so people know who you are and see you in action is actually very important. So I want to bring that to your attention. And, you know, along those lines, it's like hunger. Who is hungry to contribute to the company? Who's hungry to help? Who's hungry to put themselves out there? Who's hungry to ask for an opportunity to, to help on something and, and um, contribute? So that is something that, again, when promotions are being discussed, it's like, you know, what is a, another word for hunger could be kind of your engagement level. What's the person's engagement level? Do they, do they seem like they care? Are they, do they have that hunger and that engagement that makes them seem like a great candidate to move up in the company? And then last but not least, and this speaks a little bit to the prior slide, is your brand. It's like, what do you stand for? And again, go check out my prior webinar. I talk about personal brand, but it's like, who are you? What do you stand for? Are you known as a hard worker? Are you known as diligent? Are you known as analytical? Are you known as whatever it is, but you, there will be perceptions about you. So what is that? And again, when promotions are being discussed, your brand will be um, put out there for discussion. So I want to get, I want, I want to share this with you. And, and this is really very going to be very eye-opening, but it's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to share this because you need to know when it comes to promotions, these kinds of meetings are happening. So you can see here, I put a visual on the slide where there's a group of people around a table they've got their laptops or someone at the front speaking. They've got a, a slideshow in back of them. There are, and this happens, this happens in small companies, but it also happens, especially as companies get larger and you really need to do talent management and you really need to have a grasp on, you know, who the people are, how they're doing and, and promotability. 
So this is, a, this is I'm calling this a manager talent assessment. Another word for it, um, there's a company I work for, and we call it sort of talent calibration, where we get in the room and straight up we talk about the teams. So perhaps this team in this room is talking about, so let's say all of these people in the room are, are managers, and they're going to come together to talk about the coordinators on their, on their teams. So this is a meeting here to talk about, let's talk about our coordinator level talent at the company. Let's, let's do an assessment on them. Let's calibrate them. Let's see, um, is, is Susan, it sounds like Susan is our, our most advanced coordinator and is the most, um, she's really doing well. It seems like Susan is a great candidate for promotion. So these kinds of meetings happen. Don't be fooled. People are, are going to be talking about your performance. And I want to share a couple of methodologies that might be used to assess talent when they're talking about who's, who's um, promotion ready. So this is a very simple talent assessment. And this is actually a, a model that um, a former colleague of mine shared. I think he, he used to work at Johnson & Johnson. And I don't think that this was our formal talent assessment program, but I, he used to talk about you know, will and skill. And so this would mean, okay, we're going to talk about Susan, um, the coordinator. Let's talk about Susan's will. So when we talk about will, that's sort of her, her ambition level, her dedication, her motivation, her effort level, like what's her will? And then on the other axis is skill. Okay, so in this example where I have the star placed, Susan's will is pretty high. She's really trying very hard. She's, she's ambitious, she's a go-getter, she's working very hard. Now you'll notice the star isn't very far over to the right. So her skill is maybe a little bit not as strong. So very ambitious, Susan, but, but looks like she might need some training. So this is just a very quick way that someone might assess talent just to say, very ambitious, mm, looks like she maybe needs training. Let's get Susan some training so that we can really advance her and get her up and trained. So this is one model, just a very quick model that someone might be doing to assess talent and to see who's promotable. So in this particular example, would you say that Susan is, she's a coordinator, would you say she's promotable? She's ready for promotion to the next level? Let's say the next manager up is a, a specialist. Do, do you think Susan is ready to be a specialist based on this? Yes or no, maybe type in the chat It's for fun. I, I would have to say based on this very quick overview, Susan is not ready for promotion. She, we like her a lot. She's She's got a lot of potential in this model, but her skills, she needs more training. So I don't know that Susan is really ready for promotion based on, based on this, uh, this example. The next slide, I'm gonna go a lot deeper. So get ready for this one. There's a tool and you can Google this. None of this is, is um, secret, but there's a model called a nine box talent assessment tool. And this is just an example, but this is legitimately another way that managers, leaders come together to talk about you and to talk about your performance. So let me share how this works. And then maybe you can figure out where you might fit in one of these boxes. But down at the very bottom left, you've got low potential. And then if you look at the top, you know, it does not meet expectations. So low potential does not meet expectations. So that is a, we're going to call that person, again, this is a little bit of an example, but that person is in the red and that person is really detractor. This person is an underperformer, limited potential. That person could potentially go on a performance plan, just not really working out very well. So low potential um, doesn't meet expectations. Let's hope none of you are in that box. If you are, you know, work, work to get out of that box. You can't get out of that box. Going up the page to medium potential, 
but does not meet expectations. That, per that person might be an inconsistent team member. So maybe they're an underperformer. They could actually be in the wrong, the wrong job for some reason. They're in the wrong role. So that is that's a little bit of a flag. I, I don't think that that person um, is is promotable. Then we go to high potential, but not quite meeting the expectations. We're going to call that person a potential gem. So they are an underperformer, but they have potential. Maybe they were recently promoted and, and they just haven't had that training yet. Maybe they're in the wrong role. They're qualified, but there's some flaws that need to be addressed. So a potential gem, again, that's that's blue. So that's that's not a bad place to be. Let's go down to low potential meets expectations, solid performer in the blue. So a solid performer isn't a bad place to be. You're a consistent contributor, but you have limited potential. You meet the basic requirements. Maybe you've reached your career potential. So um, solid performer, not the worst place to be, but your potential for promotion is not very favorable. You're probably not going to get promoted when you're down in that box. So then we look at the middle, the middle box as a medium potential meets expectations. This is a core contributor. This is a, a fine place to be. You meet all the expectations of the current role. You have some potential for growth with coaching. So I would say in this box, medium potential meets expectations. I would say if you're in this box, absolutely ask for more training, more development. Like if you want to get promoted, if you want to advance, you really need to step up. A core contributor, it's it's fine, but probably not the most promotable um, place to be. Then we've got a high potential it meets expectations. So this is green. So green is we're looking a little more promotable. So as the growth employee, you perform well in the current role, but there's still some room to maximize. You demonstrate the potential to do more. You're showing that will. You've got that will. And yes, you're a likely candidate for promotion in the future. So a growth employee is a, is a, is a great place to be. Now let's take it down to the bottom right-hand corner. So you've got low potential but you are, um, my box is blocked. Um, uh, I think it exceeds expectations up in that corner. So down at the bottom, low potential. So you're a trusted and skilled professional. You're fine. Um, maybe you're an overperformer, invaluable contributor. Um, you're unlikely to move to a higher level and you've really reached your, your career limit. So a trusted, skilled professional. Again, you've got the low potential. If you're in that low potential box, that your chances for promotion um, are, are low then you're going medium potential exceeding the expectations. So then you're, you're in the green, you're a key contributor. You are exceeding in the current role. You need some greater challenges, but maybe you're missing a competency for the next level. So if you're in this box, again, talk to your manager, talk to HR about how you can really um, uh, elevate and, and get up to that top right-hand box. Now, I've, I've actually been through this exercise with leadership teams where it's like, okay, Susie falls in this box and Joe is in this box, you know, and, and the people are in all different boxes. I have to be honest, there aren't that many people that go in this top right box. Typically only a couple. Those are, are really like high potential future leader um, people in the company. And these are the people that are not only perhaps promotable, but these are the people that are, again, like future leaders at the company, future managers, future directors, future you know, VPs, whatever. So this is not exactly an easy box to get into, but it's a pretty cool box. Um, but again, there's not, not a lot of people when I do these exercises with teams that, that um, are in this box. But this is, again, a very promotable job. You've really mastered the current role. You're a strong candidate for, for promotion. You think big. You're a problem solver. 
and you're taking on extra responsibilities. You've really got the will and you've really got the skill. So, um, you know, it's interesting too, when I, you know, I'm sharing this with you. I'm not sure if you find this shocking, like, oh my God, like where would my manager put me? Like, I, I'm, I'm a little panicked now. Well, yes, I, I'm sharing this information. So again, you can go get curious, go work with your manager, work with HR to talk about your performance and your perceptions and where you sort of land, how you're being perceived, your promotability. Um, but I will say even managers who have a lot more experience will come into a calibration meeting, a talent assessment meeting, and say if this model is going to be introduced and, and they're being asked to, you know, hey, tell me what box Susie lands in. It can be a very jarring experience even for managers to really choose where they land, um, where someone would land in which box, you know, what's the right rating for them. But it is a very powerful tool. It's a very powerful tool, again, to try to gauge promotability, to try to gauge, hey, my person, now that I'm thinking about this, I think my person really needs training, they need development. So what is that training? What is that development? This is actually a great exercise too when you're in a group of people that you can say, hey, you know, Susie really needs an opportunity, um, you know, really cross collaborating. And maybe the other manager says, hey, I can actually use someone on that project as a cross collaborator, you know, um, uh, introduce me to Susie. Let's get Susie over here helping. So these kinds of conversations can be very robust, but a, a little jarring in the beginning, but they really are all about, I think the intention is very positive and that we want to help develop our, develop our people. We want to help train our people and we do want to help them get into the right, into the right places with the right support. So the question for you, you know, are you promotion ready? You need to get honest with yourself. You need to go have honest conversations with your manager, with HR. So you might fall into one of these different buckets. Maybe you're high potential. So oops, let's see, I have a little message popping up. Let me close that. So you might be high potential. Again, I showed you the box, high potential. You're really owning the job, mastering the job. You've got the will, you've got the engagement level. You're maybe... Um, performing at a level above you. So perhaps you're high, high potential. Maybe you're medium potential. Maybe you need training on something. Maybe you need further development and, and you need to go out and take a course or a class or get training. Medium potential is not a bad place to be. Um, and then there are we, a, a professional in place. Let me talk a little bit about this. And I, I actually have um, uh, an example of someone I used to work with who who's become a friend who is a professional in place and, and wants to be a professional in place. She is a very, very, very skilled individual. She actually works in um, co compensation. She's a compensation expert. Very, very good. Very, very seasoned. Outstanding at her job. She does not manage anybody and she doesn't want to manage anybody. She does not want to move up and be a manager. She wants to be a professional in place. She wants to stay where she is. She does not want to be promoted. So she is, again, an expert but she wants to stay where she is. So she would be a professional in place. And that's not a bad place to be either. I think it's just, if you want to be a professional in place, I think you need to have that conversation with your manager. Um, it's, it's funny. She actually told the story about a prior company where she worked at, where she really wanted to be this professional in place. And her manager was like, look, I'm kind of, you know, you, you seem a little, um, the perception is that you seem a little stagnant, that you're not interested in growing or developing um, that you, and she said, well, Frankly, that's that's correct. I, I just want to stay where I am. Call me stagnant. I like doing what I'm doing. I want I want to be here. So um, next one is a steady Eddie. I'm calling it and steady Eddie. That's 
a little bit of a professional place, but a little bit of like a, a little lower on that expertise level. A steady Eddie, you know, you're, you show up, you do your job, you're maybe in that middle box of kind of meeting, meeting expectations. As a steady Eddie, you're probably not promotable. And then we go down to low potential. I showed you those boxes on the prior slide. Low potential, not promotable at all. So if you're viewed as low potential um, or you like being low potential, I would say just make sure you're having those candid conversations with your manager, just so you're all on the same page as far as expectation goes. And then last but not least, hopefully this isn't any of you, but performance problem, gosh, get out of that box, go get help, go get training, go ask for support. Maybe you're in the wrong job. There could be a lot of different reasons for being in that bucket, but um, especially if you're interested in getting promoted, make sure you get out of that bucket. So what should you do next? So as I have shared in the presentation, empower yourself with information. I've shared a lot of information with you about the inner workings behind promotions. And at the end of the day, it comes down to how does the system work? How does it work? How do I work in the system? And what do I need to know in order to get promoted? So go get that information. Like I've shared before, get a copy of your job description. Make sure that you're aligned with your manager, that look, this is what I'm doing and this is I'm delivering on this job description. We're aligned. Again, go work with HR if you need to, to get that job description. Um, and then get a copy of the job description for the role you want. What are the gaps? I'm a manager. I want to be a senior manager. What do I need to do to get there? Make sure you start to understand that and then get yourself into training and development programs to bridge that gap. And like I talked about previously, is there a role even available? If I want to be, you know, the, a director at a company, is there even a director level job available? Does my company have director level jobs? So you need to be very honest with yourself about is, is there a role available in your company that you can um, get promoted to or go into? And trust me, I've had this conversation a lot of times with different people where it's like, you know, if there's really not a role available, maybe the company's too small and they just don't have a lot of different layers uh, for opportunity. And I'm, I'm not afraid to tell someone, look, maybe you need to go to a different company to get the role that you want. So I don't think that's a bad thing to go leave a company to go get the role you want um, because that you're, you're interested in growing and, and um, advancing your career. Sometimes you have to leave your current company. As I've talked about, ask for feedback, ask for perceptions. As I showed you in the nine box tool, it's like, you know, there will be perceptions about you. You will be placed in a box. So which box are you landing in? Go, go find out. Um, if you're in a lower box, it's like, okay, reality check. How do I get, how do I get higher? What are the things I need to do to be perceived in different ways and have the experience to, to get promoted? And again, um, I'm a little bit of a broken record, but get into learning and development programs. Either your company would have them, you go outside the company to get them especially if you're interested in career advancement, you've got to, you've got to get that development. You've got to get that training. That's on you. That's not up to your manager to deploy you. Maybe your manager will deploy you, the two of you team together, but it's really on you to get yourself trained and, um, and develop. So go out and find programs. And then last but not least, you know, think about hiring a coach. Um, a coach can be a great sounding board, can be a great accountability partner, can have great insider information. So, you know, hire someone to help you. So when it comes to career transformation, there are three sort of key pillars that I want to um, leave you with. Information, you have to know how the systems work. Again, you can't, like I shared on an earlier slide, you can't just march into the boss's office and be like, I demand a promotion. No, there's so much more to it. So 
find out how the system works, all the things I shared with you. Again, I've got a freebie I'll share with you soon. The prompts, you know, go, go do this, go do this, all the different things. So, um, so you can you can get my freebie and get get additional prompts for the things to go and ask. You need information, and then you need to be accountable. Go go. I shared a bunch of different methods and tools for you to go do. So hold yourself accountable, and if you really want to get promoted or advance your career, you have to start taking care of some of these things to get information and. Um, you know, and, and, and go into learning and development programs to advance yourself. And then like I've shared, you know, getting support. This is not a journey you have to go on alone. This is a journey where hopefully your manager is on the journey with you. You know, if you're in the driver's seat, your manager is in the passenger seat. Maybe you've got your coach in the back seat. You've got your training and, and development programs. Maybe you have a men. I didn't even talk about mentors, but, but find a mentor at your company or outside of your company to say, Hey, this is the path I want to go down. You know, how would you recommend I go down this path or what, development programs would you recommend that I go into? So don't go alone, go with a team of people and hopefully you have a good team of people, you know, re recruit people into your circle to help support your career. So as far as how I help, again, I, I help by sharing, you know, a ton of information with you about how the inside system works. So with that, I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching packages, manager training circles, HR consulting packages, um, and, you know, I want to say if these things aren't for you, then tell your boss, go tell your boss to get a help with your HR team. So I love to help people um, solve the mysteries for how to advance in their career. I love working with managers to help them be the best managers they can be. So I have a lot of different programs. And now my screen seems to be Oh, here we go. Okay, so I have tools like I've mentioned how to fast track your promotion. So I have a freebie for you. You can find it on my website. So it's katewalker.com slash ft-promotion, or you can go to my website and look for freebie and on the pull-down tab, get this um, Fast Track Your Promotion Toolkit for free. Again, I have a lot of the prompts I talked about today, but some other prompts, there's a little bit of some bonus questions on there. So don't forget to get the freebie, get empowered. Um, if you have any questions, please email me. And like I offered last time during the last session with Ivy Exec, I, I, if you want my help, like me, legit me, not my team or anybody like me, then you can reach out. I'm actually offering you a special, I can't, I can't do it for free people. I can't work for free, but I am offering a very, very high value 30 minute career consultation, laser, laser coaching session. You can find that if you go to my Calendly, which is on the screen, Calendly, um, it's got a lot of different things there, but if you can't find it, just email me, but I'm like offering you me, not again, not anybody else. I can't do it for free, but if you'd like to meet for 30 minutes, we can do a laser coaching session to talk about all the things we talk about here, um, your career ambitions and how you can go get that. Again, I, I offer a lot in 30 minutes so we can do laser coaching session. So find me there. I'm just offering five um, because one-on-one -on -one coaching meetings are, are time consuming. And then last but not least, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you to Ivy Exec and Alexander, everybody who helped put this together. For career and leadership tips, follow me. I'm on Instagram at Walker. Come over and follow me. I'm still building my Instagram account, but try to offer high value career tips over there. I'm a little bit more on LinkedIn. You can find me, Walker, comma, SPHR. Come in. I hope to really hang up and see that you guys have um, asked to come join me on LinkedIn. I love to see after an event, people come and join me, follow me. And you can always find me at katewalker.com. I shared my email earlier. Hello at katewalker.com. Reach out. It's like me.